What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Boot Chat Roulette. That's right. I'm back. Your host, Steve. We got Ryan and Eric. What's up, boys? What up? What up? Yo, yo. So are we going to win the lottery tonight? Of course. God damn it. Like, when is it going to be our turn? <laughs> when are we going to get more than, like, two numbers? <laughs> like, I look at these tickets and I'm like, what are the chances that my 10 lines has no numbers in it? <laughs> Wait, it's really funny, Eric, because didn't you say what happened yesterday when you were buying the Megas? So I walked into 7-Eleven and I said, can I get 20 bucks on Powerball, 10 bucks on Mega Millions? And she's like, that's all you're getting? And like, I thought that was like just a weird like thing to yes. say. And I'm like, Yep. And she was like, so I have these two tickets already printed, um, 20 bucks for Powerball, 20 bucks for Mega Million. I'll sell it to you for $30. Now, I think she, if I remember correctly, she was talking in lines. So I got really confused and I'm like, what the fuck is happening? But then I realized I'm getting 10 extra dollars just because it was pre-printed. And I'm like, I literally said that. I was like, I'm confused. And she was like, some guy asked for these and then he didn't want them. So I, I guess she would have got screwed or had to buy it herself. The reason I asked that is because literally today, as I went to go buy the Powerball tickets that hopefully when this, you know, recording, everyone hears this, we're millionaires. But um, today, the 7-Eleven, right across yeah. from St. Isaac Jokes, right? Yep. Um, it must have been this new guy working there. So I I get like a little uh, sugar-free Red Bull. I uh, need a little pick-me-up in the afternoon. And then I said $30. No, uh $26 because mom wanted $3 worth and I knew someone wanted at least $10 worth of Powerballs. You should have asked me. I would have given you my mega for $2. Could I got one more line of Powerball anyway. Whatever. So he immediately looks very confused and I'm at the lotto cash register. So like, I'm not sure what's going on. He was like, oh, I usually work like night and I don't really handle the lotto machine. So like at the same point, I'm like, but there's other two guys there. So I'm like, okay, whatever. So grab your supervisor. He's like, oh, I don't give a shot. So what'd you want? And I'll just like Jesus. 13 lines for $26 Powerball. So he does it and he gives me two tickets and it's, and I, and I specifically said 10 lines on one and three lines on the other ticket. Cause it was for my mom and he does it. And he does 10 draws of the same line. So it's one line. And I didn't even know that was a thing. But he hands me back two tickets with only two lines. I was like, yeah, there's only two lines here. So I need uh, 12 or 11 more lines. He was like, no, that's 26 bucks. And I was just like, wait, what? I was like, I'm very confused. And then the guy came over. He was like, you printed out 13 draws of like one line. So the, like the cash register person clearly So basically, if you really love a line, like you're that person that comes in with custom numbers, you can get... 13 of the same I guess line. the next like 10 draws for Powerball, like that's good for, which still I'm kind of very confused. I don't know if it was a multiplier it's thing. Good. I really have no clue. I like, why, like, why would you get 10 draws of the same line? I, like, Wait, I was very this, confused. Is it the same numbers in different order? No, it was all the same numbers. It wouldn't matter. It wouldn't right? matter. It wouldn't it matter. matter. They're always in. Let's not try to understand oh, the draw. Yeah. Because I'm still confused on that. Okay. And the 7-Eleven guy, it wasn't ending. I was like, dude, why did you print this? <laughs> like, Basically, they have to buy it. And then he was just like, and he was like, <clears throat> did it so I can't refund it. So now that concept, someone 
you know, printed $40 worth. And now it's like probably coming out of that person's paycheck or whatever, because like now the 7-Eleven owes $40 to the yeah. lottery. At that point, you just have to bite the bullet and he has to buy that. Ticket. Like a part of me said, if it was normal lines and he just printed, I don't know, 26 lines and it was 52 bucks, I probably would have bought them all. But I was like, I'm not buying 10 draws of the same line. No, so I was like, <laughs> that is ridiculous. Like I, at first I was like, this is weird, but then I thought it's free money and this feels like fate. Yeah. And so that's how it started. Now the 10 extra dollars were on the mega millions. Obviously I ended up so with two bucks. In my scenario, now it's a very awkward thing because I could tell this guy probably, you could tell he was either the manager or the owner of the 7-Eleven. Um, is that like a little racist because he was Indian? Okay, yeah, I'll, I'll deal with that. All right, cool. That no need has, to delete his, that part of the podcast. His race has nothing to do with it. And I'm sure he just knew what he was doing. So he seemed like the manager. Exactly. Thank you. So, <laughs> so basically he was just like, he was like, I, I just never used this machine before. So they're like talking right in front of me. And the guy was like, you don't know what you're doing. You ask before you do it. Wow. And like, so you're watching like a workplace lesson. Yes. Learned. And he was like, I understand. I, I know my lesson now. And he was like, why would you print it though? Now someone has to pay. For- and I just was like, and I'm still Wait. thinking they still have not pin- printed my 13 lines. I'm like, I want to get the hell out of here. It's just print these lines. Did you and have then, anybody yeah. behind you? No. Because that's always more awkward too. Like, yeah. Jesus. No, I was actually the only person there. So maybe they felt like they could just talk at my expense. And finally they printed out the lines. And uh, so we'll see if I'm a winner or not. I do find that um, when I go to a 7-Eleven and buy tickets and I'm talking to someone to do it, it always is like a communication thing where I'm like, making sure he understands I'm talking about money, not lines. Oh, I need $30, yeah. not 30 lines. And they're always like $30. I'm like, yes, $30. And that Wawa, uh, your Wawa's, can you get lottery tickets? Yeah. At a machine? Yep. Okay. It's only machine. Yeah. I like so that. Do so you much wear better. a mask in 7-Eleven or Wawa? Do I? Yeah. Yes. Can okay. you guys be respectful? I mean, we don't have Wawa's in Western PA, so can we say sheets slash Wawa? Thank uh, you. No, we we do not give any kind of benefit. And to confirm, no one really wears a mask in Western PA, so in sheets, I do well, not. Well, I don't mask. usually wear a mask anywhere, to be honest. Like, oh! like oh. Wawa says, we please wear a mask. We recommend you do. And Dana literally came back to the car as I was pumping gas, so like walked that distance. and was like, hey, I need a mask. And I was like, no, you don't. I was here yesterday. And she was like, it says, please wear a mask. And I was like, go in there. Nobody's wearing one. <laughs> anyway, wow. so I put one on last night only because I look like crap. And I was like, just in case I see anybody I know, I want to wear a mask. And then I was like, fuck, what if she doesn't understand what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> It's a big topic. So what are we going to do when we win tonight, though? Right? Quitting your job tomorrow? I feel like we might have had this conversation. Yeah, on I this feel podcast. like Ryan is really respectable and he put in two weeks. <laughs> I mean, I would. Hell no. I'd work until 10 15. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, oh, I'd be. Yeah, I would. Be. You would work till October 15. I would. Oh, my God. I wouldn't I thought... work hard. I would tell my teams, hey, guys, I'm going to work till 5 p.m. every day until October 15 to help you out. I care about the people I work with. I don't do it for the EY. I care. 
I would care about the people. Okay, I care with. about them in a way like, hey, I'm not going to work, but you each get $10,000. If I left right now, like, they're, they would have to work 90 You know what I thought of? Wow. And I want to keep it positive with winning the lotto, but, like, all the little handouts that people would expect. And then I would thought about how hard I would be. Like, say, like, I'm not calling any family member out, but, like, an aunt or an uncle, because they wouldn't normally ask, but, like, it's kind of like, what am I going to have millions on millions and not give anything to my aunt or uncle? But at the same time, it's like, I thought of in my head, I was like, it's my money. And I was like, but I just got lucky to buy a ticket. And I, I thought immediately I would become hard and be like, this is my money. You all can get the fuck out of here. <laughs> that is not how I think about it. I don't know why. No, I, I think I would be respectful, but like the thought that it already crossed my mind, like it's my money. I was like, wow, greed is powerful. Where is the line? Like, where is that line where like <laughs> you get money, but you don't? To me, if if, <laughs> There's if it's, an go- allowance if it's going to create some type of awkward relationship that then, you know what? And I'll pay that awkward re- awkwardness off to make my life better. Would so, Todd would Todd Wearmute and Kevin Kaloje get money from us? So I don't really talk to Todd anymore. So the answer to Todd is really no, to be honest. If Todd, know, needed, Todd. if Todd needed anything, I would definitely throw him a bone, but I don't think he would expect anything. Kevin, I could see, um, you know, maybe maybe buying his dog a nice dog house, something like that. <laughs> Do you think when it comes to our mutual friends that are not purchasers of tickets, as a winning group, we would come together and be like, okay, this is how we are divvying it up amongst other people and agree. So like, and Adam Thompson is usually not in yeah, the lot. Does he never contribute? So I, Adam, I do feel like wait, 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 no, does Adam no, he never contributes. So I do feel like Adam he, is cheap. He's actually smart. Doctor cheap, paging doctor pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you say the actual line? I you'll forget get, what it is. You'll get canceled. Don't say it. Anyway. So the thing about that's Adam from is, the movie Hangover, everybody. So I was not the originator. You didn't say the right line. Anyway. Oh, so, yeah. Sure. Okay. <laughs> I, re- I remembered it now. Adam is actually smart because he knows, say it was $500 million, you know, after tax and blah, blah, blah. Maybe, maybe the cash value, you're probably getting like $250 million. Let's just throw that out there. That's enough. At the very least, we would like right off the bat just be like, okay, before we even divvy it up, let's just probably give like five million to Adam, which I think is reasonable. I don't. I would not be a part I of that th- agreement. Like he's part of our. <laughs> I best would say let's all of our shares, and you all can do what you want to do. I would give some to Adam for sure, but I'm not dictating all who right. gives what. Well, then you're not going to be involved in the trust that I set up for tax purposes that'll really help you out. And that'll I'm, be my bargaining power. Steve thinks he's still going to be my accountant. I'm going to have a team of accountants. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is interesting. And like, yeah, then it's like, is Adam getting the same amount as Brett? I know both of them listen to this podcast, but like. Wait, Brett doesn't contribute either? Mm-mm. I don't pay attention at all. To me, I'm an, like an equal partner. So like whoever I consider part of tier one, it's almost like ranking fantasy football players in tiers, right? So who's True. part of the tier one? And it's 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 exactly that. It's probably like an Adam or Brett who don't normally participate that probably are part of tier one. Kevin is part of maybe tier two. 
right? And and then it's obviously family members is up to everyone themselves, clearly. Now, if Eric and I are winners, we'd have to agree on a, an amount. Well, we'd be like, oh, the kids go to college for free. Bye. <laughs> but wait, you know what I always think is weird? Because sometimes you get a side ticket, like not purposely almost like, you know, my parents usually want a ticket. So then it's like, which numbers are which? Oh, that has to be like purchased separately, like Steve did, because exactly. it needs to be a very exactly. clear. <laughs> it needs to be very clear. Today I was only getting eight lines, and you know you could print ten to a ticket. Yeah. I would say five and three, and yeah. then of course the register person would screw it up again. But that would be my purpose. So, Steve, you are obviously buying a house, building a house. Well, a builder is building your house that you bought, and you need to get furniture. And the other day you texted, I don't believe in the group text, but you texted me and Ryan about your experience at Raymore and Flanagan. And I feel the viewers need to hear about this. That's right. So, uh, killing two birds with one stone. We had a wedding September 11th, actually weird day for a wedding. Um, but it was actually a funny side story on that. The father of the bride started his speech by doing like a quick little like remembrance for 9-11, which I thought was like the sweetest thing in the world. But it was just like, you know, it's a wedding. It's, it's a little strange, but uh, it's weird day for a wedding. Anyway, so on September 11th, right before the wedding, we got there three hours early and we said, you know what, let's stop at Raymore and Flanagan. It's local. You know, we know people that bought furniture there. We've bought furniture there. Let's stop in there and check it out. My only experience at Raymore and Flanagan, and Eric, I know you've bought furniture there in the past, is they are vultures when you walk in. So I, I'm assuming well, there's any furniture store. I, I don't really like, I didn't really know that because like, honestly, like throughout my life, all I've done is like not trash pick, but have hand-me-down furniture. And the first time I've really bought like legit furniture was for this apartment. It was only a small amount of things. You have to have the, I will let you get into your story, but the key is find someone who's somewhat capable and not like a complete idiot. And then every time be like, Oh, I'm working with this person. That's a great point. And then they help you the whole time. And if they're not there, they can be like, oh, they're not here, but you know, this person can help you if you need it. I was like, okay, great. Thanks. Bye. And I do know some of this because Three and a half years ago, when we moved to Pittsburgh, we stopped doing more Flanagan. We bought a couch. I think we bought some other furniture and we dealt with an idiot. All right. He, yeah. oh, he yeah. it was a, a hawk. He came to us. He, he basically was behind us every time we were like looking at a piece of furniture. Like, Let me know if you have any questions. And I'm just like, God damn, you're so annoying. And I, I'll never forget him because once we picked out everything that we wanted, I was like, so I just want to make sure you can actually deliver to Pittsburgh because like this is pretty far away. He's like, oh, we deliver anywhere, my man. And what I came to realize is he had no clue where Pittsburgh was or how far away that was. Because like they apparently have like a, he was like, oh, we have a huge radius and it's like a hundred mile radius. Like Pittsburgh is not within a hundred miles. And this guy was a complete idiot. I ended up having to get a major U-Haul, pick it up myself and bring it over there myself. Big U-Haul. Very scary moment for me, but it's okay. 
So I knew going in, I, I warned Mallory. I was like, hey, we got to be careful here. We're not buying any furniture today. We are literally looking there and I want to buy everything online. I don't want to deal with people. You could do that. And I just want to sit in couches and like check out some bedroom furniture. Raymar Flanagan's also have a mattress like area as well. Let's lay into mattresses and call it a day. Walk in, immediate vulture. But she's nice. She's like, she's like, hey guys. And, and she's got like the Philly accent. And when I say Philly accent, I'm not going to do an impersonation of her because I've got a video for later for you guys because uh, let's just say, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to spoil it. I'm not going to Tarantino it. We'll get to that. So I get in there and she's like, hi, I'm Maddie. And, uh, you know, let me know. Hey, let me know if you have any Maddie. questions. Maddie. Got yeah. it. Maddie. Yeah. Her full name is Madeline. And um, so we're looking, we're, we're having, you know, and we kind of, you know, she comes in and approaches us and immediately like Mallory's putting up the shield. She's like, oh, we're just looking, we're just looking. And she's like, hi, oh, here's a manual. Here's a manual. You know, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> so we try to, you know, and then we somehow escape and like no one's been bothering us for 30 minutes which is like a blessing in that store we're laying on mattresses actually one guy walks in as we're laying on a mattress fun fact we were laying on mattresses like kind of half-ass like our back with our legs kind of still hanging off on the side he was like the best way to do it guys is lay on it like you were actually going to sleep on it that's <laughs> when you feel like the full effect um i just want to let you know i gotta run and he just walked by and i was like Thank you, sir. You are an angel for not talking to me for longer than 10 seconds and advising me well. Um, still pretty weird. No, he... Hey, guys, I've been watching you sleep on this bed. No, he was, <laughs> he was a nice guy. I wish he was my salesman. So long story short, we go through that process and she's like, I thought you guys left. And because we like immediately, Mallory's like, we got a wedding to go to. I'm sorry, we can't talk too long. We're just checking things out. She's like, oh my God, what time does this wedding start? I thought you guys left. And I'm like... Don't act like you know us. They're always trying to connect that uh, personal touch. I know. That is the worst part. Yes. When they, they're like, oh, vacation, where are you going? And it's like, you know, I didn't come here to fucking have a conversation. So, okay. We get through that whole process. And we, we do determine, she brings up, I will say, a really good point where you can lock in Labor Day sale prices if you just put down $100 and it's fully refundable. And if you don't want anything, it's fine. You just like, back out of the order. So I was like, I mean, might as well just do it and put a bunch of crap on there, put a hundred bucks down. And if we want to back out, we refund it. So now we're talking to her on the phone. Right. And it's like, it's so bad because I understand it, it, Like you don't need to explain things to me. Like, oh, I got this piece of furniture. I did this. This is how the refund works. With all that being said, I was already talking to her for 10 minutes and this is, basically how the entire conversation went so were you at this point so at this point this is a video that steve's about to play at this, this is, point you're like she's just going off and i haven't said a word aren't you like you guys have been on these phone calls where i'm on speakerphone it was also like eight o'clock on friday so me and mal kind of already had like a drink in our system we're just watching like i think big brother was on so i, I hit pause and mallory's like kind of listening to me speak to the woman and i'm just kind of thinking in my head like she just is going to speak for three minutes at a time. I'm going to say something. She's going to interrupt me because that's the way she is. And then she's going to speak for another three minutes about nonsense that I already knew about. So I just already knew, like, I need to capture this. And this is podcast worthy. And uh, the photographer, videographer, Mallory, got on it and immediately started recording. I got to find it right now. And here it is. 
saying hey if we even have the second bedroom set which we're not looking to buy it's not like the 20 percent goes anywhere it just would make it would reduce the second payment yeah, so i'm on board with that that you have to come up with you know at the end yeah you know? so yeah, yeah, yeah. um yeah and i mean we're good i mean we're you know we're not in, you know we like i said to mallory i said that it's definitely refundable everything is you know we do yeah Lock in the price. So Why don't you get that yeah, order I'll to me? stammering stammering I, you know you know no i actually well actually 100 i know you've already repeated yourself 70 freaking times That's and a- and then when i did talk to her the next day she did confirm because her last name was Eganoff. um and she's i was like i just got a random question are you somehow related to natalie Eganoff, the radio personality she was like yeah she's my niece and i was like oh okay yeah yeah when she yeah, oh you know you know the way that she said because when you first started playing it it was just like oh she is so philly <laughs> like she's so philly and just like the you knows and i'm just like it was it was tough man it's tough dealing with those types of salespeople. but anyway we put it in the order and we'll see if we end up buying it it actually turned out that the couch we put on there is the same couch that eric owns and i guess we're twins he came over on sunday and he was like Huh, I didn't know this couch was gray, and I was like, "What mine?" And he was like, "Yeah, but I just went to Raymore Mechanic and picked out a gray sectional." And I, I was like, "Look, I like it. It definitely looks nice. Gray is a great color. You have probably a bunch of gray." Yeah, couches. we have gray. You've but got like, like ten gray couches now. Two, two. Oh, okay. I, I just know him and Sarah's style. Like, why wouldn't you get a neutral couch? Gray is you get gray. gray and then you pop it with some color here and there. Exactly. So yes. it's great, but I do wish it was a little bit deeper. Like the cushions could be a little bit cushionier. You know what I mean? Well, and I told Mallory that I was just sorry, right? God. Um, Luca is trying to make everything a little bit more fluffy, right? When he rips things up. Uh, you mean Leo? yeah leo's already ripped it up so you can pretty much l words like come on i mean at this point it's our beginner couch because we'll have kids with it i'm sure they'll spill more shit on it leo or luca's already pooped on it you just did it so there you go i know well i do that all the time but anyway um to your point honestly like i've dealt with so many salespeople that i'm just like this is so painful. 
you're, you don't even know the product. The best was, um, I went to the Jeep Wrangler, uh, yeah, I do remember that. whatever the fuck, Chrysler oh. GM one on yes. 70. I asked the guy, the engine, he's like, Oh my God. Yeah. We got all kinds of engines in this car. Like, we're talking nonsense. We got I'm all like, kinds of engines. Is it a V6? Is it a four-cylinder? Like, what is it? You like, want three engines in this car? We got four engines. like, let me just double check. You want me to deliver it like, to Pittsburgh? I'll deliver it to yeah. Pittsburgh. Yeah. Like, he didn't even know it. And I'm like, you're not even worth negotiating for because you don't know what you're doing. And so, on look, the one hand, I'm like, salespeople are the worst. Uh like when they They're don't trying work. i want to give them credit but like i i don't have patience for that like you try with somebody else who doesn't know anything not 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 that i know everything but like if you don't know anything i, I just get out of it's okay right. or admit it the, say like i'm new here the say thing that. the thing about a salesperson is you're good at your job if you wear them down into submission and that's what salespeople do to me and ultimately like I would hate for that to be my job every day and wake up and exactly that was going to be my other point. I have to annoy the shit. I don't think every good salesperson does that, but a lot who are miserable do that because it's got to be a miserable living. Like a good salesperson. Well, you have to do the research. You got to have a personality to do it. I would not be capable of it. I don't think, you know, you, you tried to do it. You worked for for commission based and Mm -hmm. you know, you failed miserably, but it's okay. You realize it wasn't for you. It's a big learning experience. (laughs) Listen, you got our friend Jeff Smith launched on his career too. So you were a good person. Exactly. That's crazy. (sighs) Jeff Smith. Where is Jeff? I miss him. I think he's in, um, with the uh, like middle Pennsylvania, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Phoenixville, I believe. Okay. Yeah. I would have been neighbors with them if Mallory accepted that job in Reading. Good stuff. Good stuff. But guys, you know what time it is. Lock it up, motherfuckers. It's Stone Cold Mortal Locks of the Week. That's right. Last week, we started a new segment on the podcast where we each pick our lock of the week and as we've quickly learned sometimes locks ain't locks <laughs> sometimes sometimes you can crack that lock and get right in and, and lose your money um eric had his uh georgia southern lock of the week which was plus 23 and a half now i gotta tell you this is why i can't stand college football honestly I, I will bet on it. I'll occasionally watch it. But this team is getting 23 and a half points and they can't cover. Like that's why fo- college football but is so dumb sometimes. It's stupid. <laughs> so I'm actually trying to get really good on this college game because I'm like, the lines are so big. There's got to be something I'm missing and I got to make some money off this. So I'm trying to study up. But, like, Arkansas, who they faced, was a much better opponent, so they should win by more than three touchdowns. But, you know, the gamblers think too much, and it's like, this is a drop game by Arkansas. They had an emotional win last week, and, like, there's no way they beat them by three touchdowns. It's like, no, wait, no, they do, because they're much better than this (laughs) fucking crazy team. Well, because we got a lock for you this week. Well, He's teasing it. He, Eric, I think he's due for a big win. Steve came in with Steve, who was absent last week. Glad to have him back. We missed him. 
What up? What um, up? <laughs> he gave several picks, but then I made him narrow it down, and he picked the Pittsburgh, his hometown Pittsburgh Steelers versus the lost, lost, <laughs> Las Vegas Raiders, um, under forty-seven points. And I'm happy to say Steve picked a winning bet. Congrats, buddy. Wait, that was never a worry, too. Like, I kept looking at that team TV. We had two TVs up. It was a pretty epic Sunday, except for the Eagles losing. And uh, I was like, yeah, okay, yep, we got that under. It got a little close in the fourth quarter if if somehow Pittsburgh kind of made a push. But, yeah, it it was – It was a low-scoring game. I I, – when we made our picks, I looked at my pick – and said, which Steve also had in his list of picks. I was thinking it too. I didn't write it anywhere, but it was obvious to me. I, I mean, I think looking back, I'm jaded because I just think Carson Wentz stinks. And so like, for sure, I looked at that Rams Colts game and I just said, minus three and a half. The Rams are going to kill them. The Rams suddenly seem like a great top team in this league. And Carson, I do not believe in him at all. And you watch that game, and he did the same exact shit that he did in Philly. Oh his He's like so frustrating. His desperation, God forbid he gets sacked or just throws the ball out of bounds. He has to like underhand shovel it to someone. And I know he lost a fumble that way. And when he got hurt, he was also doing that same ridiculous try to throw the ball to a person who is not open so that way he doesn't get sacked and he what twisted both ankles and yet not one both ankles do we have a verdict on that like what's no up? they did they haven't i listened to a sports radio this morning and frank reich was speaking and uh he basically just said you know carson's the toughest guy i know if he if he has a a way to get out there, he will. I'm like, go right ahead. Play as many snaps as you want, my man. <laughs> exactly. We need him to. So anyway, long story short, the Rams won by three points, not three, not four, which I needed them to win by. So that's a game that highlights why the hand, like the the people who are making the lines are so much smarter than the people. because It's so obvious. And of course they edge it by a half a point. It's like, what the lines too? like, yeah, you'll get some games where like, wow, that wasn't even close. And like, you'll bet on the right position or the wrong position. Um, and, <laughs> and I'm just playing a little bit of blackjack on DraftKings right now. Cause I'm <laughs> Oh my god! I was like, "What is this going on?" All right, so we got ten queen, twenty. Are you gonna stand? Twenty against the three. Twenty against the three. Stand eighteen. And we eighteen. Nice job. How much we win? It's gone up. I started with two. All right, double the bet. Double the bet. Let's do this live. Double the bet. We got a ten dollar bet. We got four two twos. Split them. Do it. Do it for the audience. Do it for the audience. It's ten bucks. I can't do that. What? All right, five fifteen. Fourteen now. Twenty-two bust. We bust. If you okay, all right. Well, we'll sorry, 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 sorry. Wow, you um, folks, you're live. But um, what we were talking about, Carson Wentz or something. Anyway, we're moving on to this week's picks. We've got some stone cold mortal locks. We're gonna kick it off with Steve. Give us the pick, Mister One and O. All right. So when I look at lines, my thing is 
you can't just look at a line and be like, oh, that team's going to win it because that's the way you lose bets. That's the way you lose bets. The Rams are going to beat the Colts. That's the way you lose bets. You just got to look at a line and say, what happened last week and what's the motivator for this week, right? You know, are there any injuries? And also use the over-under for to your advantage. Whenever I see a really low over-under but a big spread, my eyes open up because it's something just tells me they expect a low scoring game. So theoretically that game, you know, is not going to be, it's not going to be a blow up because you know, something it, it would go over. Right. So they expect a low scoring game. And I also look at ebb and flow and that's what the NFL is all about. So it sounds stupid, but I see the jets plus 10 and a half at the Broncos jets are zero and two Broncos are two and oh. Broncos are not a 2-0 team. Jets are probably an 0-2 team, but I do like Zach Wilson. I know he threw four interceptions against the Patriots. He also like was a little bit injured. Now I may uh, star this pick if he doesn't actually play on Sunday. You know what? It'll be a backup game, even if he doesn't play because of the groin injury. So lock it in, plus 10.5 at Denver. That's a lot of points. Give me the 10.5 points for the Jets. Teddy Bridgewater... You know, he's playing good, but this is where the Broncos lose like a disappointing game or just get very close because the Jets don't know how to win it just yet. So I like the Jets plus 10 and a half. I like it. Um, I want to believe in Zach Wilson. I know he had a very good preseason, but last week when he threw four picks, oh my God, like, wow. You have to also understand that it's Bill Belichick against a rookie quarterback. And right. I think a record against rookie quarterbacks is insane because he just knows I'm just going to confuse the shit out of this guy. And I'm going to like, you know, I knew going into that, especially after the Patriots loss, there was no way the Patriots were going to lose that game. Yeah. Why don't you make it your mortal lock, Steve? Cause I'm a Monday morning quarterback, Eric. What's up? So we're going to keep it in college for Eric so that my degenerate nation out there can get their bets in on Saturday. Yep. Um, Auburn lost an emotional game to Penn State on Saturday night. Probably white out. White out. White out. Probably a few of us. CRT. Which was a good point. Why did Penn State wear blue on a white out? It's the I, same, same I, reason the Eagles didn't wear white at their own white out. I get it. Stupid. It's stupid, but yeah. They always wear blue at home. I it, because Auburn, Auburn wore what is white. It? What's their name? Auburn. <laughs> Auburn. So Auburn came off that emotional loss. Now we got to go to the look ahead. They're playing LSU next week. Big contender. This week, we fucked up with Southern Georgia last week. Auburn, Auburn. Burn. Oh my God. Yeah, like Steve God, I'm not picking Auburn. Auburn is playing Georgia State. And <laughs> it's so not Southern Georgia. They're playing Georgia State. And they're getting 27. Or they're uh they're their favorites for 27. So the bet is here Georgia State plus 27. Wait, this flies in the face of exactly what you just tried to explain to us earlier, right? I know, but statistically, I can't get that wrong 
twice. Yeah, right? good point. Okay. No, I like that. You're doing the opposite. What did I say after Sunday night? After a lot of people lost their bets, said whatever you think and do the opposite. Say okay. Georgia State plus 27. Auburn will win. They will not win by four touchdowns. There you go. I like it. it. I like 27 it. straight, not 27 and a half. 27 straight, right? Okay. Now. All right. Um, I like that you're like our college pick guy. I like that too. Yeah, I'm a big college dude. Big it's college in the air right now. College sports is great. You you think you know the top dog Alabama, but they they don't seem like they're going to win it. I can't wait for a University of Delaware pick. I'll be waiting for that. <laughs> That's um, great. you know, I've got a similar pick to last week where I'm looking at it going. I don't understand how this line is so low, and Steve's shaking his head because he's probably thinking whatever you're about to say. Do the opposite. Steve's probably thought it too. So I'm looking at this Raiders Dolphins line going, how are the Raiders only giving up three and a half points against at home against a team that literally didn't score a single point last week and lost their starting quarterback. I, I don't understand. I don't understand how I almost made Miami my mortal lock. I think you have to make it because it makes so much sense. Either it makes so much sense and they blow them out or we don't see it coming. And we're like, okay, cool. There's another loss. Listen, like Steve said about the Broncos, the Raiders are not a two and O team, but they are a two and O team and they beat two good teams too. I, this is exactly one of those picks where Steve is right. I should be picking the Dolphins, but I'm looking at it going, I want to bet my mortgage on the Raiders. <laughs> you know what? I respect it. And you may be right. Obviously, it's not, you know, I, the reason right. I. Uh, they do have more injuries. losses of many thousands in my life is because I don't know what the hell I'm doing. Right. So None of us really it. do. But these are locks. They will absolutely win. So I'm taking the Raiders <laughs> minus three and a half. Um, so there you go. You got, uh, Georgia state plus 27 jets plus 10 and a half and the Raiders minus three and a half. So parlay the hell out of that. Tease it. Use your, um, your parlay bonuses on it. Get it up a little bit. And, and uh, you know, for, I don't know if this podcast is going to be out during the day tomorrow on Thursday, but if you if it is out by then, and if it's not out by then, double check me. If you want to fuck around a little bit on the Thursday night college game, Appalachian State minus seven is where it's at. Steve, you gotta you gotta guess on tomorrow night's game because I'm looking at this going. I don't like the line, Carolina by like eight or eight and a half. What is it? I, I guess it probably depends where you look. But nasty fucking game. I would say under the forty three would be my uh, my bet. Didn't you you say a low under and a high spread you should pick the underdog? So shouldn't we pick the Houston Texans? Well, I was going to go with or Houston Texans. You got Mills, I believe, who's going to be the So, okay, Thursday night will be the test to see if. (laughs) Well, I'm a mortal lock. I know, I'm just trusting Houston It's not a lock, I get it, but like. I'm a mortal lock. It's a good test, good test. Good test, good test, I like that. All right. That's it. Uh, you could put this three-game parlay in DraftKings if you type in the code GCR. You get a 30% profit boost. Um, but everyone, good luck. Good luck on your bets this weekend. You know, 
I love you all, and I'm happy to be back. Happy end of September, everyone. Bye. I just steal your. <laughs> yeah, you did. <laughs> yeah, that's so fucked up. I, like, I said it without right. knowing, and you I was like, to do it, Bob. Bye bye. <laughs> <laughs>